Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Hey, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. John Gruden is out of a job this morning. The major question is, should he still have his job, and did the Raiders handle this correctly? Joe Rigotti hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Cancel culture strikes again. You can't voice your freedom. You can't get your constitutional right without losing your job these days. Sad, sad state of affairs. Ken Levick alive with Dean Thomas on this Tuesday, the UFC veteran and analyst on the ESPN UFC broadcasts. Uh, Captain Competent Joe Rigotti hanging with us as well in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios downtown West Palm Beach, right off the sparkling intracoastal in the Phillips Point Towers. We are uh, here until 1 o'clock, and uh, Dean, I, I want to make sure we clear the air before we get into John Gruden. Uh, you came in, and and you you said, I don't know why I'm even messing with you, and so we have beef here, so we need to address oh, this. Oh, yeah, support. we do need to address okay. this beef. We totally okay. have to address it. So let's address it. Let's just because, do it right away. Because I, apparently, I was supposed to be on the show last week. That's what the schedule that's said. What the, that's what it said. So I didn't know. I thought it was this week, which I'm here. Okay. And I didn't know. And no one said nothing to me okay. until like Friday. They were like, hey, weren't you supposed to do Ken Levicka's show last mm-hmm. Tuesday? I was like, I was. I thought it was next week. And yeah. they were like, no, you didn't say nothing to me. McLovin didn't say nothing McLovin to me. McLovin, who handles the schedule. No one said nothing to me except for Courtney, the, mm-hmm. new, uh, me- the new boss. <laughs> the, 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 new, the, new, the new marketing boss. Yeah, the yeah. new boss. So uh, before, before you get angry with me, let me let me ask you, why do you think I didn't say anything to you? Because you was like, man. No, no, because I was giving you the benefit of the doubt because I had a feeling that you being on the show Tuesday hadn't actually been conveyed to you. So I wasn't mad. I wasn't annoyed. You can ask Captain Competent over there. I said, I have a feeling that the message didn't quite reach Dean. And the last thing I'm going to do with your travel schedule and all your responsibilities is start blowing up your phone. By the way, anytime you try and get a hold of me, your phone, I don't know what's going on. It comes up as unknown. Your number doesn't come up anymore. So listen, and that's my... You're like living in the shadows. And that's the real reason why I'm mad at you because... So then I sent a message to him mm-hmm. and McLovin. Hey, mm-hmm. what's mm-hmm. going on, fellas? How come nobody hit me up? I, well, can I do the show with him next week? Yeah. They ignore me. And then I hit him up on his, his Instagram. I was, he had, like, I hit him up on his Instagram. Oh, I didn't see that. And, like, on three different messages. Oh, yeah, you're and right. Oh, I'm he, sorry. Look at this. That's and he's bad. been ignoring me so that's for bad. a week. So I apologize. That's bad. The text came while I was flying over the weekend to Birmingham for FAU and UAB. And then I just, I saw it and uh, I was completely distracted and then forgot to actually respond. So that's on me. That's a bad job see on what I'm me. About? So I apologize for that. But I was never mad at you or annoyed or anything like that. I'm glad you're here was today. Because I was going to say, like, if you got beef, we can handle this right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I ain't got no problem throwing down in the studio. You know, one, we got an audience here and everything. I got no problem. One, I down. wasn't annoyed, and two, I absolutely don't want to have that 
situation occurred. I wore this tank top for a reason, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> to make sure you had your full range yeah. of motion. Uh, so this is, if you had John Gruden losing his job before Urban Meyer amongst NFL head coaches on your bingo card, congratulations, because I didn't see that coming six days ago. But John Gruden this morning does not have a job. He resigns last night as the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. And I tell you what, cancel culture in this country and in this world is a massive, massive problem. You used to be able to say things and people would laugh and people would be entertained and there was a little bit of an edge to it and you just move on with your life with not a care in the world. Uh, It was a much simpler time. Unfortunately, what happened to John Gruden is not cancel culture. What happened to John Gruden was a matter of time. Because what John Gruden did is he violated the sensibilities of his employer and his employers. It was unlucky what happened to him, but it was not going to be overcome. And so John Gruden losing his job last night was a conglomeration of several different things. And so, Dean, let me just go for through real quick the list of of remarks that John Gruden made. Oh, the guys yeah, I'm to dying this point. to hear this. I'm okay. Dying. So this all started last Thursday when the Wall Street Journal had a story about the investigation of the Washington football team. If you recall, Dean, their owner Daniel Snyder uh, taking a lot of heat over rampant sexual harassment accusations throughout that organization, mass resignations last year, toxic workplace environment, and the NFL hired an independent investigator to look into this, including emails from staffers, including emails from former team president Bruce Allen, who a lot of these issues within the workplace appear to be stemming from him. Within this treasure trove of 625,000 emails they looked at are several emails between Allen and John Gruden. John Gruden, who used to be the Raiders coach. Bruce Allen used to be the Raiders president. Those two were tight. So for many, many years, those two would email back and forth about different league matters. Demoris Smith is the head of the NFL Players Association, black man, who in one of the emails, uh, John Gruden made a comment about Demora Smith's lips, saying, quote, Demora Smith has lips the size of Michelin tires, end quote. <laughs> that was in an email from John Gruden to Bruce Allen. That's pretty racist, yeah, right? That's, yeah, that's, like, there are a lot of different <laughs> racist things you can say, and we've heard a lot of different racist things over the years, but man, Going in on someone's <laughs> lips is like next level yeah, racist stuff. <laughs> you just don't hear that an awful lot anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. You're you're playing you're you're yeah. playing with fire. Yeah, here. yeah, you're yeah. Playing so, with fire. So that that on its own, people sort of raised their eyebrows and said, "Huh, hmm. that's a a little uncomfortable and inappropriate." But uh, John Gruden addressed it. He said, "I'm sorry if I offended anyone with my emails." His former wide receiver, Hall of Famer Tim Brown, uh, went on Bleacher Report and tried to defend his former head coach by saying, "Oh, I've I've heard him use the term rubber lips before when uh, discussing someone who's lying." Uh, so he uses that a lot. No, 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 no. That's not what. That no, means. that is a total cop out. <laughs> saying rubber lips and saying someone's lips are the size of Michelin tires are two entirely different 
different things. Yeah. One is not racist. One is extremely racist. But largely, it was sort of looked past. Gruden coached this past week in a loss to the Bears. The Raiders, they came out and said, yeah, that's abhorrent talk. Uh, and we've talked with Coach Gruden about it. And we just sort of moved on from it. But then last night, the New York Times got involved. They acquired more emails from John Gruden <laughs> like, Let's to see Bruce Allen. <laughs> and so this is where we get into Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, who uh, John Gruden, via email, called a, quote, F-word, the homophobic slur F-word Ooh. in an email. He also called him a clueless anti-football P-word as well. Uh, when it came to Michael Sam, uh, the derogatory Q word was brought up. Michael Sam, mm-hmm. the, the the gay player that was drafted by right. the Rams, uh, Jay Gruden or John Gruden decided not to uh, that he didn't appreciate that. Said that uh, Jeff Fisher got forced into it and called Michael Sam a quote Q word. Went on to make misogynistic statements about female referees Mm -hmm. in the NFL and just so happened to have a couple of photos of Washington football team cheerleaders uh, that were just wearing bikini bottoms in his email as well, shared with him by the team president, former team president of the Washington football team, Bruce Allen. So all of these things, Dean, added up, okay? And it led to John Gruden last night resigning as the head coach of the Raiders. And so there's a discussion today about cancel culture and whether or not John Gruden got unfairly canceled. And so, Dean, you're around the UFC and MMA as a whole with guys who are on the upper end of the testosterone spectrum, guys who sort of toe the line of decency because that's part of the culture, I think. That's part of the sport. If you're going to be quote-unquote alpha, you say things and you deal with the consequences later. Being braggadocious and putting yourself out there is part of the sport. Creating controversy is part of the sport. When you hear these, do you think John Gruden got canceled? No, I don't think he got canceled. I think that um, he had this coming. I mean, this is a larger problem, though. Because John Gruden wasn't a guy, not, not, by no stretch of the imagination do I follow football. But, you know, you would think the head coach of the NFL, who's around black people, who's around, you know, uh, different types of people all the time, would be a little bit more s- sincere. Mm-hmm. And this, so this is a bigger problem because I didn't expect that from him. Because you, you see him and you think, okay, he's a head coach of football, you know, so he's around all these different type of people. He's, you know, he's, he's a cool person. But for him to speak this way shows that this, this, this is a white man's world and these problems still exist and there's a lot of closet phobics that exist that are out there doing things and they're the ones that are complaining about, oh, well, why are they complaining about it why do they get this treatment because of situations like this did john gruden get unfairly canceled 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 did john gruden get unfairly canceled last night you can tweet at us at espn west palm and again 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 so What you talk about, Dean, is perfect because 
This, to me, is a classic example of someone who acts one way and is really another. Oh, totally. And the the case in point on this, you know who Tony Dungy is, mm-hmm. former Super Bowl winning quarterback, uh, head coach with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, black man, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, Indianapolis Colts, former head coach. Um, uh, and then there is uh, Mike Tirico who is one of NBC's top broadcasters, worked with John Gruden on Monday Night Football, also a black man. They happen to work together now on NBC's Football Night in America every Sunday night. I want you, Dean, to listen to this discussion between Mike Tirico and Tony Dungy about John Gruden uh, on Sunday night before all bleep hit the fan yesterday. What John Gruden did in that email, definitely insensitive, definitely inappropriate, definitely immature. I thought he attacked the character of of a man, but he apologized for it. He said it wasn't racially motivated. I have to believe him. And I think this was an incident that was 10 years ago. He apologized. I think we need to accept that apology and move on. And we'll reiterate what we shared on Football Night in America. The 2011 timeline, that's when John and I were calling Monday Night Football. And we were partners for seven years and traveled the country together. And I'm as close personally with John as probably anybody who I've been around in the league, given the length of the relationship. And I... I can echo what Tim Brown said in a Sirius XM satellite radio interview uh, in the last 24 hours or so. I never saw or heard anything that you would say there was a racial tone to it in any way from John over time. That doesn't mean that what was in the email was right. It was wrong. He has said as much, repeated that after the game today. But that's just personal observation and trying to be candid with our audience. Yep. So John Gruden, one way with his black colleagues and then one way with his white friends Mm -hmm. on email outside of the public space and another thing you heard in there is something that we haven't brought up yet because i've seen this all over social media but it was 10 years ago it was 10 years ago the emails started in 2011 or at least the emails that are being looked at started in 2011 when john gruden was alongside mike tarico as the broadcast partner uh, for Monday Night Football. They spanned through 2018, but a common argument that I'm seeing on social media today, Dean, is, well, these were these were 10 years ago. Like, uh, you, you stop, stop living in the past. They were 10 years ago. Listen, when it comes to a statute of limitations on being a crappy person, I actually feel sympathetic for teenagers or early college-age kids who say stupid things and then they hold a label and lose out on opportunities because they're being judged in what is arguably the stupidest part of their life. Okay? I hate when that happens, actually, and it makes me uncomfortable. I don't like when teenagers face ultimate repercussions in an age where I certainly was stupid as hell. I said stupid things. A lot of people said dumb things. It's not right, but you also shouldn't have your whole rest of your existence marked by that. But John Gruden, as of today, is 58 years old. (laughs) Like At age 48, 48? you know better. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're not talking about, like... 18 and 28 right we're talking 48 and 58 (laughs) i mean come on that's just silly so john gruden i'm sure and he's shown himself he's a he's a super bowl champion i mean he won that that title with the bucks he 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 is an outstanding head coach i i tend to think he's an outstanding head coach but we're also seeing is that there's outrage because this is a guy that people liked and i think part of this is it's hard to come to grips with someone you like saying things like that. 
And then you start to make silly excuses to try to justify what happened, and you end up turning yourself into a pretzel, and you look real dumb. Yeah, I mean, he's a snake. I mean, there's no other way to say it. He's a snake. You know, like one snake way, behavior. Like, like one way, he's one way to certain people and another way to other people. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's foul, too, because it's not like he's being genuine. I mean, he's... One of his one of his ways is lying. Yeah. So yeah. What what John Gruden is John Gruden? That's that's the good question. Yeah. Is it the one that Tony Dungy needs to believe when John Gruden says that that comment wasn't racist about Demora Smith, though it absolutely was racist. Talking about the size of his lips, it would be the same thing if you made fun of a Jewish person about their nose. It would be the same thing if you made fun of a Polish person about their intellect. It's offensive. It's offensive. It is uh, a, a specific portion of something that you are focusing on in order to to make fun of and in order to denigrate. So Tony Dungy sitting there caping for him on national television. Oh, I got to take his word for it. And Mike, and Mike Tirico said, oh, I never heard him say anything like this. But then you've got... The F word, homophobic slur. You've got the comment about Demora Smith's lips. You've got the Q word when referring to Michael Sam. You have the disgusting, misogynistic comments about the female referees. All there in email to people that he trusts enough to be himself. It kind of feels like that's the real John Gruden. I mean, but are you surprised? I'm not really surprised. Like we, like he's 58 years old. He came up in a time mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. this was accepted, and now the world around him has changed. And I'm not, trust me, I'm not condoning his behavior, but the world around him has changed. Why do we think that he changed? Yeah. yeah. We can't, we can't think that he changed because the world around him well, that, is changing. That brings up a good point, though, because you're right. He came up in a different time. And I think that this goes for a lot of uh, Gen Xers as a whole as well uh, that are still in prominent positions. Hey, it used to be one thing 20 years ago, and it's tough to evolve when you only knew one way maybe we are being a little bit unfair to john gruden my 37 year old sensibilities and you're just over 40 year old sensibilities might be different than those of 58 year old john gruden that said if you're an nfl team and, and john gruden's the face of that franchise that's not sustainable yeah. anymore you can't have that and, like I, i'm curious how dana white the, the president of the UFC would handle something like that because that's obviously a different sport with a different set of standards where I think that you can push the envelope a bit more and have it accepted. I mean, there were three uh, three prominent domestic violence arrests oh, uh, of either current or former UFC <sighs> fighters over the weekend. That's a problem, and Dana will act on it, but... I think there's this sense, well, that's just the sport, and it's just barbarians going after one another. Like, how would a Dana White handle a John Gruden email full of offensive if that, terms. If that towards, was Dana yeah. in that situation? Well, if, if it was Dana who had to make a decision on the future oh, of John Gruden. Oh, he'd be, he'd be gone. Be gone? He'd be gone. For, without, without a question of a doubt, he would be gone. And that's one thing that Dana, he would not tolerate that. Like, he, he certainly would not tolerate that if they were employees yep. of the company. Well, you want to know why? Because stuff like that is needless. Yeah. Like, emails like that are needless. Oh, oh, I'm sure you've sent stupid emails 10 years ago. Why don't you look at your own emails? Well, one, I'm not an NFL head coach. But two, you have to be brain dead to be emailing with 
NFL team presidents, really with anyone, but especially NFL team presidents or people who are employed in using their work email and throwing out racist tropes like the one directed at Demoris Smith and the F-word homophobic slur and the Q-word homophobic slur and doing all of that. Like, you have to be absolutely brain-dead to think that that is a good, solid thing. Like, yeah, just, just email in with my boy. Well, yeah, I mean, but that's, again, like, that's part of the bigger problem. Like, if he's that free with it, like, what else? Like, uh-huh. so, like what type of what person? What else is there? Like, what type of person is this? Like, now we know that this is probably not a good person. Yep. And he thinks he's better than everybody else. Like, he thinks that, you know, because he's, you know, a, a, a heterosexual white male, rich white male. With power. Can, with power, that he can say and do things that he wants. He's and he's, part of the old And he thinks club. that he's better than everybody. Yeah, he, so he, that's a problem. It is a problem. And it is a problem when you're in a position of power. And and Gruden, after the game on Sunday, did the whole I don't have a racist bone in my body thing. It, you you aren't the one to be making that judgment. Well, here's here's why people can say claim that they're not racist. Because they're not burning flags or yeah. Because they can coexist with black people. Right, because they're like, yes, because they're not, I don't actually have a hood, (laughs) so I'm not racist. So, yeah, so that's the reason, because because they're not actually like, you know, burning crosses in yards Mm -hmm. and, you know, part of the clan, so that they can say, I'm not racist. I'm not racist. I shake hands with black men. That's not how it works. (laughs) Uh, Ken LeVick alive with Dean Thomas here on a Tuesday on ESPN 106.3. John Gruden has resigned. Did John Gruden get unfairly canceled? 888-760-3776-888-760-3776. And these emails, too, the words in these emails... It's not like you can pass it off as, oh, I was just joking around. Like comedians who are, like the Dave Chappelle's of the world who are banging their fist on the table about, oh, cancel culture, cancel culture. Can't. They're, they're angry because a big part of what made them funny were these offensive terms. And I still think that I, I'm, I'm okay with comedy like that still. Like I st- I'm not willing to say, ah, screw that man or woman they said a bad derogatory term because you understand the context in which it's set like is it right i don't know probably not am i still am i going to uh revolt at the 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 mere sound of it no absolutely not but where john gruden and these emails and these words come from they all if you look at the context come from a place of anger yeah for sure they come from a place of 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 hate of I don't like that this is happening and here comes this word and I don't like that this is happening and here comes this word that's what makes the whole thing jarring to me and why the Raiders had to take action you couldn't say oh well look at the context because that's when someone says something that is very questionable they always want to say taken out of context this came from a pure place of anger all of these yeah I mean so yeah you it's, you can't compare this to comedy because comedy is art mm-hmm. and. It's crafted in a way where you are trying to make light of something. Same thing for hip-hop as well, because I've seen that a lot too. The halftime show this year, the Super Bowl is going to have all these hip-hop artists listen to the words they say. That's art. And they are are employing themselves. Their record label could drop them at a moment's notice. They employ themselves. Uh, John Gruden's employed by the Las Vegas Raiders. Right, so it's it's, it's totally different. We're talking about something totally different. So, and matter of fact, I'm I'm watching Dave Comedy's new one out now, and it's hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) But, it um, starts, it, I just, he's so whiny. He's so, yeah. like, come on, Dave, you're going to have to adjust. It's, it's just the nature of comedy, man. Like, he's so angry at the cancel culture stuff.
Well, I mean, it's because I think he's trying to stand up for sure. Obviously, he's for trying the to stand art. up for his rights. Yeah, and the fact that he and he addressed this, the fact that he left fifty million dollars on the table for his rights. I think that kind of still sits with him. They're like, hey, listen, yeah. y'all want to? I'm going to do my thing because I gave up fifty million dollars, so I didn't have to be a part of the culture that y'all want me to be a part of. So if I'm go, if I'm gonna give out fifty million dollars, I'm gonna do my thing, and yeah. y'all better not cancel me. Yeah, I think that's the, yeah, the probably. Point he's putting yeah. a little pressure on. Yeah, that. I think that's actually a good perspective. Another perspective I saw someone tweet, and I apologize for not giving the proper credit to this, is he left fifty million dollars on the table because he realized he was catering to a room full of white men, and he's come back, and now he is complaining alongside the uh, agitated white men. Like that is, I mean, I thought that was pretty striking as well and there's a, a little bit of accuracy to that yeah but, i mean but again like we can't compare you know the the face the coach right of nfl right. team and to a comedian comedy is who, art yeah yeah and, and the, the whole purpose of comedy is to make people laugh mm-hmm. not to hurt yeah and when john gruden is using these words these are words that are used in a hurt he's way. using them to hurt because he's yes. angry like yes. they're coming from a bad place uh let's go to west palm and bring in emerson here on espn 106.3 emerson you're on ken levick alive what's up emerson how are you guys doing today i've never called sports sports radio before but this is driving me insane i love sports the world we live in now is totally different than when john grew up or when i grew up mm-hmm. My dad and my grandparents taught me a long time ago, sticks and stones will break your bones, names will never hurt you. If we still lived by that, there would be a lot less shit going on in the world. All right, well, you can't come on the radio and say that word either, so I'm going to have to take your freedom of speech away and uh, wrap up that call. I could see that coming from a mile away. Uh, no. <laughs> like, just, just no. The... So, so in 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 this world, we should just kind of exist with hey, it, it's just words. It's no no because you know what words lead to words yeah, lead to, say, to yeah. physical actions. That's the base. That's how you end up having people storm the United States capitals through words through, that yeah. turned into violent actions. Okay, so one that saying I know it's as old as time. It's also complete nonsense. Yeah, I mean it's it's a, it's very irresponsible too. So like we can't use all words; they're mm-hmm. only words because the reality is is that you know just before people got hung, they were called certain words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's mm-hmm. like they weren't they weren't calling them nice guys mm-hmm. and going, "Hey, let's treat them unfairly." There were and, common yeah. common final words that were heard yeah. before that action uh, was taken. Uh, and, and and then there's the final part of this, which is the freedom of speech angle, and we sort of been able to dive into that a bit but the freedom of speech every time something like this happens we need a refresher on what freedom of speech actually is and what the constitution actually grants you in this country john gruden is well within his rights to send an email to bruce allen and say these things to be corresponding with the founder of hooters and the executive director of the Outback Bowl, who are also in these email chains. He has every right to do that. That is his freedom of speech. He could have walked to a street corner in Oakland and could have yelled these things. That is his right. But the Las Vegas Raiders, when these are brought to their attention, and they realize, "Uh uh-oh, this is going to be a public relations problem. Just like if I had emails 
that came out. And ESPN West Palm was like, oh, this is going to be a public relations problem. It is their constitutional right to relieve me of my duties, just like it was the Raiders' right to walk up to John Gruden last night and ask him, do you want to be fired or would you like the opportunity to resign? That is how freedom of speech works. Not you can say or do whatever you want without repercussions. Yeah, I mean, like freedom of speech, like he's not going to jail for this. Like that's no, his, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's not going to jail. He didn't break the law. Yeah, he didn't break the law. So he didn't. He's well within his mm-hmm. the legal uh, ramifications of what he did. But if the if the Raiders feel like him being on the field is going to be a problem, it's going to cut into their dollars because people are going to now boycott because of what he did. That's going to be a problem. So they need to get rid of him. Yeah, I'm sorry. You want uh, capitalism and you want a free market? What the Raiders did last night was classic free market. Hey, you know what? We don't think that you are going to help us hit the bottom line anymore. So uh, you want to depart? That's capitalism, folks. Because he offended a lot of people. He sure <laughs> He offended did. a lot of people. He sure a lot did. of different groups will be out there with yeah. picket signs. Actually, let's uh, let's hear Adam Schefter break the news last night on Monday Night Football because I actually think this was hilarious, the way that Adam Schefter uh, sort of encapsulated what happened with John Gruden. Welcome back to Monday Night Football, where we have breaking news out of Las Vegas, where moments ago, the Las Vegas Raiders and John Gruden officially parted ways. Earlier this evening, the New York Times uncovered a trail of emails dating back seven years in which John Gruden had a clean sweep of offending NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, women, gays, minorities, all sorts of people. A clean sweep, as Adam Schefter put it. <laughs> Commissioner of the he NFL. Got, he got everybody. Exactly. Commissioner of the NFL, check. Women, check. Black people, check. Gays, check. He pretty <laughs> much he, he hit all the boxes in those emails. Let's go to Don in Port St. Lucie. Don, you're on ESPN 106.3. Hey, Don. Hey, uh, and thanks for taking my call. Yeah, like uh, John Gruden, I mean, he should absolutely be, be B five the comments he made about the president of the players association. I mean, I have friends that, that are black. That call that name is totally offensive. I have daughters, granddaughters. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a face of the franchise yeah. now, yeah. and he's just got to be held re- responsible. I mean, I don't know how else. So yeah, I put and, it. And, I mean, the the fact that that one, like, I think by and large, the public was willing to just sort of. Let that one go. But then when you start piling on the other comments, uh, that became really untenable. But it's also, and, and appreciate the call, Don, it's also extremely uh, juvenile. Extremely juvenile. The, the Making fun of the size of someone's lips. <laughs> I mean, how, not only is it racist, it's also wildly juvenile. I know, well, see, like, that's why... I'm on. I was willing to let it go too because of how juvenile it is. It's almost like it's almost like it's, laughable. It's how? more. It's more stupid than yeah. it is racist. <laughs> right, so, it's, right. so it's like in, in order of like you know the worst to the least. I'm like, all right, it's really stupid. So like that's the worst of it. <laughs> I'm just gonna. It's, kinda, it's racist, <laughs> but it's just really stupid. So like, just let it go. When I so so God's honest truth. When I saw this last week, my one of my first thoughts was, I wonder what Dean is gonna say about this when either Josh brings it up to him or I bring it up to him. And I was like, I wonder if Dean actually laughed at it because it's so like cartoonishly juvenile. The whole thing, like it's like it's not even like a a racist 
a racist comment to be angry about. It's almost like a where did that even come yeah, like, from? Really? That's the best. Yeah, that's the best you got. Yeah, really? That, that's where you're gonna go, like a 1930s cartoon type of racist element. Come on, uh, Ed is in Jensen Beach. What's up, Ed? Hey, Ken, Dean. Um, you know, one thing about this whole thing, I haven't heard anybody. Maybe I missed it, but I haven't heard anybody really bring it up. Is that you know, this all happened while Gruden was an employee of ESPN. Yeah. Now, I know ESPN isn't under any kind of investigation, but it just seems kind of, uh, I don't want to say hypocritical, but it just seems interesting how, you know, the ESPN commentators, this is the, the topic of discussion today and yesterday, and, uh, I mean, are they, is yeah. there... It's, you know, an inward an inward awareness of of their own corporate culture, right? So that maybe allowed him to be that way. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, that's a great question, Ed, and appreciate the call. I um, ESPN's in a tough spot on this because they are reporting now on the biggest story in sports, and the comments in question were pretty much all made while John Gruden was an ESPN employee. So everything, every report, every time they bring it up. You need to mention, in proper context, he was working for ESPN and Monday Night Football at the time. What makes it even more awkward is what we listened to with Mike Tirico, formerly his partner on ESPN, completely cape for him on a different network on national television on Sunday night. So ESPN, if you, you're, obviously ESPN's not going to get in trouble for anything, but they're also journalistically, like, this is a real uncomfortable spot for them. Well, you know what they're thinking? They're thinking like, Hey, 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 let's keep uh, let's keep the eyes on what we're talking <laughs> yeah. about. Let's, uh, let's, well, hey, he didn't, he, he yeah. didn't use his work so, email yeah, don't worry, on that. Don't worry yeah. about us. Keep, yeah. Yeah, keep looking at it. That is the race. one thing where ESPN, it doesn't look like any of the emails came from John Gruden's like, ESPN email account. They were all his private email accounts, so they can just say, we didn't know. We, 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 we didn't know. Andrew Brandt, uh, former member of the Packers front office, and he spent a long time in the NFL, uh, he tweeted last night that it was going to be a busy night between NFL general managers in their IT department. <laughs> I, I'm I sure. That. Uh, one more thing. Good Lord, are we late? So we got to go to break here at, at, at some point. Um, but all of this coming from, and it's unlucky. What happened to John Gruden is unlucky. It's bad, but it's unlucky because he's been caught up in something completely different that was being investigated. This also means, and Peter King wrote about it this morning in his Monday morning quarterback uh, column, we need to start seeing all the emails, everything in this Daniel Snyder, Washington football team, Bruce Allen investigation now. Because if John Gruden, someone on the outside of the periphery, has these emails and these things that have been exposed and he lost his job over it, what the hell else is I want to. I want to see it all. I mean, that I, I, this is conspiracy <laughs> theory stuff, but I wonder... If the Raiders went to him and said, we're going to fire you and you're not going to, we're not going to pay you anymore because we have cause to fire you. And Gruden said, well, I have a lot of other emails that I can expose a lot of other people. And they said, you know what? Here's $10 million and you can resign. So I wonder if that's how that went last night. Because there are, there, there are, John Gruden's not going to be the only one. Because he don't really seem all that sad. He probably was like, you know what? If I'm going down... I'm taking well, a bunch of y'all with me. Isn't this like human nature would dictate that's probably right. at least crossed his mind <laughs> yeah. how that's going to go. All right, let's fit in one more here, Captain Competent, and then I'm sorry. I'm making your competent life real hard today. I'm sorry. Let's go to Papano. That's where we bring in Mark. Hey, Mark. How's it hanging, fellas? How you doing, buddy? Doing all right. Digging the vibe with Dean on the show. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, man. It's good. We, we got through our initial, uh, our initial beef, and now we're good. So I'm glad that we overcame our oh, differences. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, I mean, John Gruden, you just, you got to do better than that. There's, <laughs> you're a professional. There, there's no room for any type of discussions like that. Yeah. But how stupid do you have to be to choose to have this discussion somewhere where it can be, uh-huh. like, eternal? That will be out there forever. Yeah. Like, if you really are that motivated to say these kind of things, keep it to yourself or say it, like, do not put it on the Internet because now you coach an openly gay man. You right. coach a lot of African Americans. You're making fun of the people that make decisions in your job, and you want to say that? Write it out and send it to somebody for safekeeping. And like, that's just pedophile. and Mark, how about this? The 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 main instigator in all of this, the former team president of the uh, of the Washington Football Team, Bruce Allen. His the final portion of his email was at redskins.com. That was his team email. And John Gruden is sending emails like that to that. Like, oh, I'm sure those will disappear into the universe, into the ether at some point. Appreciate it, Mark. The whole thing, the more I talk through it, it's just really dumb. It's just really, it, really I mean, it's, dumb. It's, it's more dumb than anything. Yeah, and, and, and I don't want to, and I say this a lot, I don't like to judge people on their worst moment. And John Gruden at some point I think will have some sort of something in a football capacity. He won't coach again, but I'm sure you could see him pop up as an analyst somewhere. You think so? I, I, I think that as time goes on, give it like four or five years, he'll bounce back and do something at some point. Uh, I'm not so much judging him on the comments as I am on just how dumb the whole thing actually is. Uh, and again, that Demora Smith comment. Bro. Yeah, that's so stupid. It's so stupid. <laughs> Dean Thomas here hanging out. I'm Ken Levicka, Captain Competent, Joe Rigotti as well. Real quick, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. That is your path into the sports industry. And they actually teach you things like how to keep your digital footprint clean so you actually stay employed. Words of wisdom, let John Gruden be the example. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. It has been in service to you trying to get into the sports industry. Realize your dream for 22 years. You can take classes on campus in Boca Raton or you can take them online at fau.edu slash MBA sport. That is where you end up uh, finding out all the information you need. That is where you register for classes. You can get into the spring semester, and that is how you get into the sports industry. It is tried and true. 22 years, the proof is right there. It is your red carpet of the sports industries, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Dr. Jim Reardon, the man in charge. Go to fau.edu slash MBA sport. That's fau.edu slash MBA sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. I would be really, really dumb if I have someone, a master of the fight game here with me, and didn't ask him about Saturday night's heavyweight bout with Tyson Fury and uh, Deontay Wilder. So we're going to do that. I'm going to uh, give uh, give Dean an assignment here when we come back. He's Dean Thomas, UFC ESPN analyst. I'm Ken Levick, Captain Competent Joe Rigotti. We're live on a Tuesday on ESPN 106.3.